everyone, and thanks for listening in. Welcome to Leading Well, where we get to know leaders and how they make it happen. I'm your host, Tim Davis. And I'm his co-host, Alyssa. Let's welcome our guest this morning, the legendary Mike Adams. Good morning, Mike. Good morning, and legendary. Wow. Well, you know, That's... in my mind, at least. Yeah. So My, my hey, head's going to swell. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> hey, in just a sentence or so, tell uh, our listeners, like, what it is you do. Well, I own multiple restaurants. I, I own, uh, I started years ago with Adams or a Smokehouse. Well, I started in food trucks. That turned in Adams or a Smokehouse. Uh, then uh, we opened Bowen Vine Burger Bar about seven years ago, and uh, we just purchased Cozy's New York Deli. So uh, that's what I do for a living now. And There you go. Yeah, it's okay. a lot of fun. All right. That's awesome. So uh, we like to just dive right in. And so if we jump back to childhood, like where were you born? What did early childhood look like for you? Well, it's funny. I was born in, it's not funny, I guess, but I was born in Inglewood, California, um, Sentinella Hospital in uh, 1962. Uh, we we uh, lived in Hermosa Beach uh, for a couple of years when I was real little, and then we my, my parents bought a house in Torrance, which was a neighboring town. So I grew up in the, the South Bay, you know, until I was about 11 years old. Okay. Um, during that time, uh, we had uh, my parents had five children. Wow! Uh, yeah, it was it was a big family, but that's not it because my mom's family there was a lot of turmoil in on that side of the family. So we were always taking in her cousins, her sisters, mm. her mm. their families, the 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 women and their children. There was always seven to ten kids in our house at wow. any one given time, and my dad would take care of all of them. Wow. And then he would help them get on their feet and get back going. And, and my dad didn't make a lot of money. He was a machinist. But um, at the time, I don't know why. He, he never asked for a raise. He never, you know, I have his last paycheck, 1984, when he retired. And he was making like nine bucks an hour as a specialized machinist making. <laughs> yeah, he was putting the the spring in a in a thing called the helicoil. So he, he it was a special process he had to do and and he figured out is i can't go into that because it would take me 30 minutes just to tell how he learned how to do that um on the the deathbed of his boss the boss said here's how i do it go lock yourself in the generator room they called it it was the secret room where the secret thing was done and my dad figured it out and 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 did it so Uh he was worth a lot more than he ever got paid absolutely so we we grew up um you know, lower middle income. Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't have extras. Um, we got two pairs of shoes a year for the most part. Um, we got them at uh, Christmas and when school started. And we had to take care of them. And we wore a lot of cheap, uh, well, you'd call them flip-flops or go-aheads. Or oh, they okay. were a real cheap plastic. And that was what we ran around the neighborhood with in in Torrance. It was, it was a fun... Growing up experience. The clippity clop sound of the flip flops, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. That's cool. You know, we're we're thankful for parents. Thankful for work ethic that's modeled, right? Yeah. So that those are those are cool things. So you went uh, elementary, middle school. Where'd you end up in high school? That type of thing. Yeah. So when I was uh, eleven or twelve, we moved to Santa Maria, California. Uh, The company my dad ended up working for Helicoil or Helical, uh, wanted to move uh, to a small town. And they, my dad helped them move. We, we moved into uh, a upper middle class neighborhood. This was the fun part. They <laughs> were able to sell the house in Torrance. Uh, 
Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. And had some buy equity. a nicer house in a small town. Okay. So that house, we went from a 1,100-square-foot house to a 2,500-square-foot house on a half acre. Wow. And and it was heaven. I mean, yeah. it, was, it was a farming community. Um, I learned how to barbecue there. Yeah. Santa Maria style barbecue. Um, again, well, that never it, came in handy later. It, no, I know, right? No. Yeah. <laughs> so, so it was. Uh, again, it was. Uh, my mom was home. She was. She was a stay at home mom. That's one reason we didn't have a lot of money. Sure. Well, when family. you have five yep. kids, it's easier for one parent to stay home mm-hmm. than both parents work. But um, if yeah, you don't, if you don't think that, look at what uh, childcare uh, costs are. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. And and uh, you know, I wish people could get back to that right. um, mentality of okay, I can work and spend all that money on childcare, <laughs> or I can stay home and be with my children and 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 raise them as a parent should. Yeah, you know? and not to knock anybody because no, in no. this day and age, we all got to pay bills. Everybody's and... got to oh, yeah. work. Yeah, but uh, back then it was a simpler time. Yeah, thankfully. So hmm. essentially, you know, that's that's my growing up. I I, yeah. um, I wasn't a good student. I, I have dyslexia mm-hmm. and hyperactivity. Um, I uh, struggled through all through school uh, yeah. with with learning disability and and whatnot. Um, I wasn't a bad kid. Mm-hmm. Sure. I mean, I I didn't do anything, you know, horribly wrong. But just mischievous sometimes. And did yeah. you know back then that you had dyslexia, or was this later that you figured that out? Um, I, I, they didn't know what it was yeah. then. There was, you know, there was no diagnosis for that. It was just he doesn't try hard enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He needs to try harder. He needs to focus. Needs to focus. <laughs> yeah. 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 Mm. yeah. So, so, you know, they, no, there was no. I. They tried to help me, but it wasn't. They just didn't know what to do. Yeah. 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 No. I don't yeah. blame anybody for it. I, I yeah. actually thank them because, you know, they, I wasn't put on Ritalin or any other calming drugs or anything like right. that. And uh, here I am yeah. today. Yeah. There you go. What'd you do? Any, did you do any extra curriculums in high school? Um, uh, I I loved weightlifting. Okay. Um, but I had asthma. Okay. <laughs> so and, and because of the asthma, when they found out we all had asthma, they all started having us play instruments. To build the lungs, mm. oh. and uh, my asthma disappeared in uh, in my late twenties, probably. Yeah. That's kind of so, cool that instruments. I didn't even think of. I mean, when you say it, it's like that makes yeah. sense, but yeah. that's cool. Yeah. I don't know if that did anything because we <laughs> we had asthma anyways. But <laughs> yeah. so yeah, I was in band um, up until my sophomore year, and between uh, freshman and sophomore year, I think it was, I got Bell's palsy. And, oh. and so half my face was paralyzed, and I didn't, I couldn't play the instrument all mm-hmm. summer. Yeah, and, wow. And it, and when I could actually play it again, I had lost it, and mm-hmm. and, yep. and I don't, I, I've tried to pick it up since then, and I just can't do it. My my, uh, the muscles in that side of my face just don't. It yeah. just makes it difficult. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so you go through high school, and then what does your twenties look like? Where you live in that type of thing. In, uh, let's see, 1980, the plan was we were going to move to Oregon. My mom and dad wanted to move to Oregon. Mm-hmm. So uh, it kind of got derailed, and my they bought another house in Santa Maria, um, you know, down the road a little bit. And uh, then my next door, their next door neighbor was a single mom, and uh, their her youngest daughter was still living at home who happened to be someone that I hung out with. She was 
about four years younger than me, but my group of friends hung out at the softball field. Okay. Their parents actually developed the softball field. Santa Maria is big into sports, big into softball, um, traveling teams and whatnot. Well, they were all coaching, and I just kind of hung out because I wasn't really an athletic person. But there was cute girls there. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I ended up dating the next-door neighbor girl who we all hung out together anyways, um, even though she was a little bit younger. Um, I'm now married to her for f almost 40 years. Amen. So we just celebrated hey, 39 congratulations. years. Congratulations. That's cool. And uh, I don't even know where I was going with that No, with that just, story. we were talking was about just, maybe just after uh, high school-ish yeah. and that type of thing. So, and, uh, yeah. So just uh, so so then uh, we stayed in Santa Maria after uh, we ended up getting married in 1984, and my parents ended up moving in 1984, finally, to their 20 acres out of Malala. And... Uh, so we stayed there for a couple more years, and I, I just missed my parents. Yeah. And so uh, we decided we were going to move to Oregon. There you go. And mm -hmm. so 1986, we moved to, to Oregon and been here ever since. Yeah. Well, there you go. Flash forward, I know you're an entrepreneurial guy, and I'm sure that expressed itself all through your early 20s or whatever, and, and you started a, a food truck and, you know, kind of continued well, to— Well, yeah. So my, my first business— I was probably 10 years old, if you, if you want to count it back sure. there. I was pushing a lawnmower around the neighborhood um, to earn money so I could buy extra things that my parents couldn't afford. And uh, then I went to work at 15 in a grocery store, did that for about three or four years, um, became a journeyman clerk before I was 18. Okay. And, and uh, because I took everybody's extra, everybody's they call in, I'd take and, the hours, yeah. and, and they didn't know what to do with me, so they put me into the produce department because I was making too much money to bag groceries. <laughs> and it was a union job. You know? Okay, yeah. So so, so uh, we moved to Oregon, and I got a job at Winco. Okay. It nice. was Wehrmart back then. Yeah. And I did that for three years and got bored with it. And I had... Uh, Okay, so back in Santa Maria, I had started a lawn care company when I was 19. Okay. And I did that uh, until we moved here. At, I was 22 or 3. And so I had saved my lawnmowers and stuff when I moved here. So I'm like, right. well, I'm going to start doing yeah. that again. So I started a landscape company. So I did that uh, from 19 or, yeah, 89 until 2000. And then I made stupid decisions <laughs> and, and ended up having to sell it. Right. And, uh, you know, went belly up and almost lost my house, almost lost my family because I wasn't listening to God. Right. Hmm. And I was raised in the Catholic Church, um, went back to church. We stopped going to church after we got married. She was not raised in the church. So we, we uh, <laughs> it's a whole fun story. So... One of my customers was uh, a pastor of a church that we all know, Morning Star Church. Okay. And Pastor Scott and Denise Nelson. Yeah. And Denise uh, kept bugging me, you need to come try our church. You need to come try our church. And uh, uh, I'm like, well, I don't know. Yeah. Don't know. So <laughs> Easter, Easter comes around, and this is a really fun story because – uh, Easter comes around, and I get a phone call about two days before from Denise Nelson, and uh, she says, I want to invite you to church. Tell Katrina that she can buy uh, Easter clothes for the kids, and and you come and have a good time, and, and, and then I, uh, I hang up. Let's see. 
No. Before that phone call, I got a phone call from a vineyard church in town. I don't even remember what it was. But they said, we have this special service this this Sunday, and we're going to have this actor come. And he's going to put on a play. And uh, I think it was in his steps. And mm. you probably know who I'm talking yep. about, Chuck Neighbors. Yeah. So I hung up the phone. And as I'm hanging up the phone, the phone rings. And it's Denise Nelson on the phone. <laughs> You're like, doo, tells doo, me doo, this doo, story. Doo. Yeah. So, so hey, you punch right in. Knocking yeah. me on the head, you know. So, I, 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 our, the way our house was situated, there was a wall between our kitchen and our living room, and I'm on the phone, a good old fashioned wall phone. Oh, yeah. And, and I turn my head around the corner as soon as I get done talking to Denise, and I say, honey, we're going to church on Easter. <laughs> and it was like, it was God just saying, hey, sure. You know, you need yeah. to get in here. And, uh, Later on, Chuck Neighbors became a really good friend because he went to Morningstar, mm. and we were in Bible studies with him. And as we grew in our faith, we led Bible studies in our home. And And I look around our community now, and I see people that were in my Bible study, you mm. know, 25 years ago. And now, uh, you know, Kerry Kinsey, Caney Excavation. Right. He had one excavator. Yeah. When he was, you know, me, I had a little lawn care company. Right. Now I've got six restaurants, you know, and right. it's like, you know, it's it's just an amazing thing to see what God has done in everybody's lives and, in, you know, all together. Yeah. Know. David with Nell. Yeah. You know, I knew him right out of college and he just got married, him and Laura. And, and you know, we used to go whitewater rafting. We used to, you know, all these just cool stories, cool things. That yeah. God has done. I know that. Uh, I know you're a, a deeply committed community guy. You, you know you're involved in in lots of things. Um, you, from being on the Marion County Board to chamber and that type of thing. But uh, yeah, with your, I mean, this year really expanding with another company, and now we, we're talking about you're working towards another location on something. I mean, what uh, what are th- maybe things you've learned along the way or or something that you tend to apply to the way you go about that the first and foremost is it's it's not me you have to you know you have to give the glory to god he he directs us the direction we go if we try to go on our own and i've done it we generally fail i mean it's <laughs> it's 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 pure luck if you make it without giving the glory to god and listening you know, the doors, there's many times, I mean, I've tried to open restaurants in certain locations and I'm, I'm, you know, trying to make a deal and the deal's just not coming through and I'll walk away because it's just not happening. Right. Um, I can tell you when I first wanted to open Adam's rib, I had a food truck. We were selling it at Saturday market and I had a guy say, Hey, I'll back you. I'll, I'll help you. I'll get you started. I'm like, cool, this guy wants to invest in in a restaurant. Okay, I'll talk to him. So I had a couple meetings with him, and and then the last, we were looking for a location. Um, It was uh, on the corner of Lansing and Market that I finally found a location, the old Blueberry Cafe, which is now Rocco's Bar and Grill. But I went to the guy, said, okay, I found the location. What do we need to do next? And he says, well, okay, I, I know you like to talk about God, he said, but I'm going to tell you right up front, God's not doing this for you. I'm doing it. And here's how <laughs> it's going to work. We're going to be open Monday through Sunday, or uh, yeah, seven days a week. 
and I'm going to set this, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this. And I had a check, and I immediately stood up and I said, Dave, I appreciate the offer, but if I'm going to do this, God is doing it for me. There you go. And yeah. I serve God, and, and I stood up and I, thank you for your time, and I have never seen him again. Right. You've got to follow, follow God's lead. Um, he will, he will direct you. We, we have this, you know, my wife and I, uh, when we went, went under with the landscape company, she said, just don't lose my house. Hmm. Just don't lose my house. And, uh, other decisions I made, she said, just don't lose my house. Now she says, whatever God has planned for us, Hmm. if we lose our house, we lose our house. He'll take care of us and he'll send us another direction and he'll have us doing something else. So it's always... What does God want us to do? Right. And, and, uh, I, you know, that's, that's essentially that's, I'm a very simple guy. I, I, I wear my heart on my sleeve. I'm an open book. I'll answer any question anybody has. It's funny because in this business, people are, oh, I sold this many plates, right? You know, I said, I said, well, I made five grand at the last event. I didn't count the plates. I just, no, yeah. that's how much I made. <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. And and yeah, we do comp plates, but but other people, are, you know, they'll they won't divulge any numbers because it's so oh, secret. And I'm yeah. like, I don't care. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Yeah. Uh, when it comes to you and Katrina, like uh, I, I know you're, you know, a more extroverted guy or whatever. Is uh, yeah. I think she's more of an introverted details person. Yeah. Is that fair assessment? Yeah. yeah. So so both of our wives are very similar. There, I would consider my wife to be risk averse, right? Yeah. And, uh, yet they married these guys that are just risk takers, right? <laughs> you know? Exactly. Yeah. But listening to you see how God has grown her in the way she thinks about a couple of those things. Yeah. I've, I've seen that in joy also because that has gone to, man, what, what does God want us to do? Exactly. And so, yeah. Know, where, where, well, where is he going to place me? Who am I going to touch today? How how are you going to use the adversity that's happened to me, and how how uh, uh, how am I going to help somebody else through something they're going through because of what I've gone through? Mm-hmm. Well, you think I mean sometimes faith is like a muscle, right? So it's kind of like you know when you guys got married, she wasn't necessarily a churchgoer or a regular churchgoer, and as you've taken those those risks and it's come back and it's worked out in that way, it's like you start to trust that muscle, like you said. She moved from just don't lose my house to whatever God wants, yeah. right? And that comes with that muscle of, like, your kid taking away, you know, the toy, and the toy comes back, then they know that, like, it's okay to get the toy out, right? Because it's yeah. going to come back. And, yeah. and so I think it's cool to see that muscle grow um, for your wife. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I've done some stupid stuff. I mean, it's <laughs> I've made, you know, very, very poor business choices sometimes. Right. And, uh, you know, let, most of this stuff now, everything now, I just, I just wait. And say, okay, if God's going to open the door, He's going to open the door. But honey, you got to figure out how we're going to do it. You got to figure out where that money is. <laughs> exactly. you know, how are we going to, you know, how are we going to get to the next step? You right. Know? Yeah. That's what we want to do. You know, it's like buying, you know, Cozy's Deli. Um, I really wanted it. They kind of questioned me, and I said, no, I think this could be a good thing. I think God's directing us this direction. And we bought that one. What we did was we put together a, a investment group called the Adams Hernandez Investing. And so Mm -hmm. the kids are all in the group. So now everything uh, that I own without a partner is essentially the family owns it. 
And, uh, you know, that's it. Bowen Vine Burger Bar is a different, we have this outside partner. Right. So that one we can't wrap into there, which is fine. He, he pretty much, you know, lets us do the, the day to day and, and, uh, and, uh, we all make the decisions, but, um, I just can't wrap that one into the yeah. Adams Hernandez investing. Yeah. So yeah. the last name is different. So that's yeah. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, what, uh, when you got, uh, you and Katrina have time, like what are some of the things you guys like doing just for fun? Um, well, I'm a big car guy. She's not necessarily, but she'll come with me. But I have, uh, you know, hot rods and, well, not not that many now. I got a bunch of, bunch of junk cars and one really nice one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and and uh, But we like to go camping. We did, As a matter of fact, last night I just put the camper on the truck and we'll be heading over to Crane Hot Springs for a couple of days. Where's Crane so, Hot Springs? It's over in Burns. Okay. So it's it's right. a it's a bit of a drive, but it is an amazing hot springs. You know, you just sit in that water, and it's basically you know one of God's given healing places. You yeah, know? he puts you know I I'm not a huge all natural herbal guy, but but right. you know God did give us a lot of things on this earth that we can utilize to make us you know stay healthy and feel better and. You know, with my arthritis, it makes me feel really good when mm-hmm. I sit in that nice warm you know, 110 degree degree water and the minerals in it and everything. It's 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 pretty nice. I come back feeling pretty good. Yeah, that's awesome. That's cool. So we're gonna see a rejuvenated uh, version yeah, of you in a couple of days. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, thinking thinking back, uh, there's nothing new under the sun. We I asked this question, or we asked this question of most of our guests. Like, what's one of the best ideas that maybe it's a business principle or maybe it's a way of running your family or whatever that you've kind of just stolen, cut and pasted and applied to your life that you feel like uh, has real merit, you know? Well, I mean, I go back to, um, I go back to God, but, but communication, try, you know, communication is tough for men and a woman because we think differently. Mm-hmm. Try to think like your wife or wife. Mm-hmm. Try to think like your husband. Um, remember what it is you fell in love with. Right. What, what you know, you're going to have fights. You're going to have arguments. You're going to have disagreements. Um, in this day and age, people think, oh, that's it. I'm done. Um, <laughs> and I've counseled a lot of people on that. Go, go back. What, what did you fall in love with? Hmm. You know, was it something she did? Was it her eyes? You know, was it, a, you know, a sport that she played or he played or, you know, go back and do those things. Yeah. Remember what you fell in love with. Remember what it was like and it'll come back. Hmm. But you've got to be open and you've got to communicate. Yeah. Um, that's that's my, my biggest thing is communicate. And number one is put Christ in the middle of your marriage. Christ in the middle of your life. It doesn't even have to be a marriage, you know, in the middle of your life. If you've got Christ first, everything else falls into place. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think I watch a lot of shows or, I mean, people watch a lot of shows nowadays. And a lot of the times I'll sit there, my parents were marriage counselors. So I'll sit and watch these like shows and these couples that are talking. And it's always like, it's almost always that communication breakdown where it's either they didn't continue the conversation when they should have, or they're not talking the same language. Like you kind of yeah. said, it's like you have to think, how is this person receiving what I'm saying? And how, yeah. how can I say it in a way that they'll receive it? And it's like a huge, huge issue for, I mean, uh, almost all media relationships, you know? Oh, so, yeah. 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 When you, fo- when you're, when you're too focused on yourself, it, that's all it's going to be is self. Mm-hmm. 
Right. And, and uh, that's all that other person's going to see is, you know. Yeah. They're just thinking about their self. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. And you got to communicate it. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, last question before we go, it might be a little similar to the last one, but like if you were speaking to your 25-year-old self, what would be a piece of advice you'd tell your 25-year-old self? Uh, <laughs> uh, don't, um, don't try to do everything on your own. Mm. Don't. There's people around. There's people that uh, mentor, they can mentor you. Um, there's always a, a Barnabas, Timothy, and a Paul. And you can mm. put those in your life. You you have to have those, you know, people that have been through situations before. Yeah. You know, and then and then you're going through a situation and somebody younger than you may be coming up and you can help them in their situation. So you always have to have that, you know, somebody on an equal level, somebody that's in, you know, got more knowledge than you do or wisdom mm-hmm. and somebody that's younger that you're mentoring up. Yeah, yeah, that's good. I, I mean, think. think of a beautiful way to build a community. Otherwise, you know, everybody has to figure it out themselves every time. Yeah. And then you just get nowhere. <laughs> so. yeah, it just takes you a lot longer. Yeah, yeah, exactly. With more lumps, right? Reinventing <laughs> the wheel. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. Thank you, Mike, for joining us. And thank you, listeners, for listening in. Um, if you want to hear more about what Mike does with this, specifically Adam's Rib, um, that you can go to their website. They have a great about page that kind of shares their story in a little bit more depth. You can go and find that at adamsribsmokehouse.com. Not that double S, right? Adam's Rib Smokehouse. That's right. And you can find our podcast um, and radio show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And we air every Saturday at 11 a.m. on KSLM. Thank you for listening to Leading Well by Valor Mentoring. 